The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Today in our 1002, I just wanted to share with you guys a few facts about unreached people. I realize that this whole podcast is about unreached people and, and we spend some time in the Word, but I don't know that I ever have taken the time to just let you know some of the, the bigger numbers. And so I just want to take a minute to do that. If you're a fact person or, or you like to see data, then this uh, you will appreciate it. If not, then you may not enjoy this podcast. And again, this is all from the Joshua Project. These are not made up numbers. This, all this stuff is coming from there. And I just wanted to wanted to share with you that. So in, in the 1040 window, which is that window across North Africa into the Middle East and Southeast Asia, we call it the 1040 window based on longitude and latitude, there are 50 unreached people groups, right? So these 50 unreached people groups um, are in that alone, compromise, making up almost 1.5 billion people. So basically one in five people on earth live amongst these 50 unreached people groups. So. Overall, there are 7,400 unreached people groups, but just in that 1040, 1040 window alone, we've got 50 that make up 1.5 billion. So that's a lot of people. So about 3.5 are unreached. Of that 3.5, there's over 7,000 people groups, but more than a third of that group, 1.5, are just from 50 people groups. And again, one out of every five people on the earth live in these unreached people group. So if you run into somebody, one out, of, one out of five people are gonna be a part of this people group, whether you're in that 1040 window or not. So now to take that a step further, the missionaries that work amongst these unreached is one in 10. So out of every 10 missionaries you come across, only one works in this 1040 window. Now there's multiple reasons for that. It's difficult areas to go to, difficult countries to get into, many countries are closed, many countries don't allow visas, or honestly, it's just a hard country to live in. The country that my wife and I lived in wasn't closed and it wasn't difficult to get a visa, but it was very difficult to live. It was a third world country and essentially you were camping every day. So again, many different reasons that, but you may not find workers. And a lot of it is because these countries are closed. But regardless, only one in 10 workers are amongst these unreached people. That's something that definitely I think we need to look at as a church and needs to change. So of these 7,400 people groups, five out of six of them live in restricted countries. So again, makes it hard to go to. So 7,400 unreached people groups in the restricted countries, how many of them? Well, five out of six. So we have to find creative ways to reach out to these people. Again, we've talked a lot about it a lot in this podcast. Perhaps you reach out to a, uh, uh, sorry, perhaps you reach out to a people group in your in your city where you live. Perhaps you reach out to a displaced people group or a refugee. Again, where I live, there's a lot of people from Somalia, so that's one way you could reach an unreached people group right here in the United States. So, finding creative ways to reach out to the people, especially when you can't go into the country. And the last thing I just want to share with you. Um, before we focus on the people group for today is that for every dollar that's given to missions less than a penny that's right less than one penny goes to actually church planning amongst unreached people 
So most of our mission money is going to people that are already considered reach that already have established churches. Now the organization that I work for is different. Our, we work amongst the unreached. We work in that 1040 window. Our money is actually going to these unreached people, at least most of it. We do have some people throughout the globe in some reached areas, but most of our people, over 80% of our people are amongst unreached. But overall, the church that's giving to missions less than one penny is going to unreached. So we're called to make the disciples of all nations. We're called to go to all nations and to all these people groups. We have um, you know, 40% of the world unreached, and yet our resources are not going to ideas, programs, or people that would be amongst these people. Again, something that needs to change. And just throw this on there since it's October. North Americans spend about as much on Halloween costumes for pets than, un, than on outreach to unread people groups. Let me repeat that one more time. North Americans spend about as much on Halloween costumes for pets than on outreach to unreached people groups. That's pretty sad, isn't it? That we're paying for costumes for our animals, whatever that may look like here in North America. And those costumes are probably 30, 40 bucks a piece, maybe 15 or 20. And that's more money than we're willing to spend on outreach to unreached people groups. So again, just some facts, some data, some things for you to think about. Where is our resources going? Where are our people going? Maybe it's a question you need to ask your church or local leadership. How is your church plugging in? How is your church using its missions money? Where is your money going? Is your money going amongst the unreached or is it going to places that already have established churches? And not that that's wrong or bad, but sometimes we need to have those established churches step up and continue the work so that we can go to places and we can send workers to places that, where there has been no work. And today, I want to focus on the Hazara people of in United Arab Emirates. In other words, they live in Saudi Arabia. Most of these people are actually originally from Afghanistan, but due to huge persecution and the fact that most of them were massacred in the early 1900s, they fled Afghanistan and they have found homes amongst other Arab countries, other Muslim countries, uh, where they have found some tolerance and where they have found an acceptance. And so this particular group of people, the Hazara people, are living in the Middle East. So they're not no longer living in Afghanistan. They're Shiite, they're Shiite Muslims or in like sun, in a sunny Muslim land. So that causes some conflict because they're a different form of Muslim in a land that's mostly Sunni. They're Shiite. And, uh, but they still live there because they have more freedom where they're at than they do in Afghanistan. Of this people group, uh, the worldwide population is literally almost 5 million. 5 million of Hazara people, 0% reached, 0% evangelical. Now in United Arab Emirates, um, that country alone, there's 101,000 of them living. So that's just a small fraction of the bigger group. But either way, this people is unreached. Whether we focus on the, the, the Middle East, whether we focus on Afghanistan, whether we focus on other places throughout the world where these people are, there's almost 5 million of them, and 0% are believers. They're 0% reached. We have the Jesus film in their language, we have auto recordings in their language, yet these people do not know the gospel. So it would be a perfect example of potentially these people might be living in amongst your city. This people group might live near you, they might be your neighbors. 
So they they fled from their homeland of Afghanistan. And so, Lord, we just pray, pray for the Hazara people. We pray that those living around them would take the gospel to them. That these people specifically live, living in the Middle East and, and near Saudi Arabia, but also around the globe, that, Lord, you would just reap a harvest amongst them. That they would understand the truth, they would see the truth, and that the gospel would be shown to them. And that they would respond to the gospel. Even now, Lord, as we pray, we just pray that you would speak to some of these people in dreams and in visions. That they would know that there's something else out there. Something that's different from the way they worship. And Lord, that they would come to know you. Lord, that is the prayer of our heart.